Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Well, pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. It's Wednesday. You're listening to the Eagle Hour on Super Talk Mississippi. Luke Johnson, Kelly Center, Michael Mergens from the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg and beautiful downtown Laurel. It is the middle of the week. We are T-minus three days away from Southern Miss hosting Northwestern State Eagles looking to get their first win of the year. Great show for you today. First segment, as always, brought to you by Dickie's Barbecue, located in a community near you, our hometown team, located just outside Turtle Creek Mall in Hattiesburg. Dickie's cooked here, loved everywhere. Of course, they cater. Let them cater your tailgate as you get ready for the Golden Eagles to take on Northwestern State this Saturday. All right, some breaking news uh, coming out this morning as uh, really after Competition Tuesday, if there's a change in the football depth chart, we don't really get that until Wednesday. And Will Hall announcing just a few hours ago that freshman Zach Wilkie will start this coming uh, weekend against Northwestern State. And when you look at the depth chart that Southern Miss put out today, Zach Wilkie is number one. No or language on the quarterback uh, position. Tykee's number two. Trey Lowe, the third, number three. Also, uh, one more change on the depth chart. True freshman Kyron Barnes, 6'4", 300-pound freshman from Fayette, Mississippi, went to high school at Adams County Christian. He is starting at right tackle. So a true freshman at the quarterback position, a true freshman at the right tackle position. But that's all the football we're going to talk, guys, until the fourth segment because Kelly Sander, golf won. And not only did they win yesterday, the Golden Eagles also uh, took home the medalist honors. And of all places to do it, Kelly Sander, where did these guys win this tournament and the medalist? Well, we still don't know exactly how to pronounce the little area outside. <laughs> outside, of, outside of Ruston. Yes, outside of Ruston where Louisiana Tech was hosting it. Eddie Brescher, head coach at Southern Miss, do you know how to pronounce where you guys were? Shudrant. Shudrant, Louisiana. That is correct. Well, that's, that's difficult to pronounce. But we've not only is Coach Eddie Brescher here. Oh, by the way, because you guys won, we have to... Nice golf clap. Yes, yeah. Love it. Yeah, Love just, it. Just well done. Golf clap, Love yeah. It. And and I guess I guess the interviews we have to speak very no, quiet. No, we don't mind. We we like music when we play. We like getting a little bit loud. No, but you know those golf announcers on TV, it's it's they're they're always very yeah, quiet. But, you know? We don't have rabbit ears. Oh, let it let okay. it roll, baby. Gotcha. Well, <laughs> that that name is difficult to pronounce. We've got the international flavor 
of this Southern Miss golf team. In the studio, we've got Robbie Ladder, who himself is Canadian. Uh, so these temperatures that we've been waking up to the last couple of days, he's a little bit more comfortable with because this is the temperature it is July 10th, probably <laughs> where he's from <laughs> in Canada. Cameron Clark is here from Bruce, Mississippi. That's up there by the O word. <laughs> Pat Ratanayanan is here from Bangkok, Thailand. Um, I spent a week in Thailand, but that's all I'm going to say about what happened <laughs> with me in Thailand. All right. We've also got Cameron Guidry with a name like Guidry. There's probably a little French or Cajun in him. He is from Picayune, one of Luke's favorite towns. And Ryan Dupuy, which has got some other French or Cajun uh, from Baton Rouge. And Eddie Brescher, as we welcome you, LSU was one of the teams that you guys beat at this tournament. Way to go. Thank you very much. That is correct. How did all Actually, you guys were out of the gate quickly in this thing and really ne- never faltered. Was it the course? Was it the way you guys played? Or just a, so, a little bit of both? So the biggest thing that, that we re- were, were kind of taken back, because when we get there, you know, normally when you play Squire Creek, you expect – 13, 12 stem greens. And what I mean by that is you're talking super fast greens. Um, there's a lot of undulation on that golf course around their green complexes. So it makes it extremely difficult to get the ball close to the hole on one year approach shots. And then if it funnels away from the hole, you've got, say, 40, 50 foot putts for birdie. And so that's a huge challenge. Well, we get there, and with the weather being the way it has been lately, the greens weren't as fast as they normally were. So you can be a lot more aggressive. Well, that's what we had been facing in practice here when we were qualifying over the last couple weeks is the greens weren't quite as fast as we would like them to be. We get to the tournament, and it's actually like, oh, wow, you know, we can be more aggressive here. So that actually played in our favor because it was something we were used to whenever we were qualifying. And congratulations, Coach Brescher. You were the first person in the history of the Eagle Hour to use the word stimp and undulation <laughs> in the, in the sa- almost in the same phrase. Congratulations. I, I do have a master's, but it didn't come with a green jacket. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I, I got gotcha. you. Now, the stimp meter, for those of you that are not golf savvy, a stimp meter, they, they actually take a little a golf ball and they roll it down what looks like kind of a ruler from a certain Correct. From a certain height, and then based on how far the ball rolls before it stops determines what the stimp meter reading is. Correct. That'll tell you the speed of the greens for that day. And historically, if you were running a golf course, you would love a perfect speed to be at 10. Well, tournament speed is normally about 12, which is a couple of feet faster, which makes it much more difficult to get the ball close to the hole on longer putts and longer shots. And in some of the major championships over the years, I know there were a couple of U.S. Opens where even the very best players in the world were complaining about how fast some of the greens, they would tap the ball from the one end of the green and it would roll almost all the, you know, if it missed the hole, it would roll off the edge of the green the other way, which it it can be a point to where it's ridiculous. Correct. It can get out of hand, but uh, fortunately we did not face that this week, so... So right out of the gate, man, this has got to feel pretty good. It is. It's a good start to the year. Um, you know, it's it's something we've we've been talking about the last few years with the guys that are returning um, from previous years on our program is that we've been knocking on the door for so long. Um, and in golf, you just have to be patient and stay the course because it is so difficult to win a collegiate golf tournament. Because as you can see, we had a field of 21 teams this week 
and only one person gets to win. And that's not an easy feat to accomplish, you know, because with other sports, it's just home team, away team. You got two teams and off you go. But in golf, you can have anywhere from 12 to 20 some odd teams in a field. And that's just hard to overcome. Yeah, but I like, but yeah. but in today's day and age, even if you don't win, I'm sure everybody got a participation trophy. <laughs> right? No, no, they give out one to the winner, and that's it. And Luke, Eddie, I want to I want to talk about how this tournament went. We were talking about it yesterday, some, and I was talking with you last night. I mean, Middle Tennessee kind of put on. Uh, they they were scorching hot. I think you told me day two, and you know, Eagles found. We, we found ourselves back three shots yesterday. And, I mean, just a heroic final. Uh, it, was, it was a great day, too, for the Golden Eagles. But Middle Tennessee was a little hotter. But, but you guys did what you needed to do yesterday. It was it was kind of a, a roller coaster of a day two and three. Yeah, it, and so, look, Middle Tennessee was playing hot yesterday. I mean, they got it all the way to 17-under on the round, uh, I think, whenever they made the turn, which is just insanely good. Um, the golf course was not playing that easy. They just made it look that easy. Um, I think at one point they had a guy at one or two under par, and that was their drop score. So it, it, all we did was just kept plugging along and, and just continuing to just stay patient, you know, make some birdies here and there. And, and to be honest with you, we didn't have any mistakes. I think we had one other on the card for all five guys the entire tournament. And normally when you do things like that, you keep the others off the card, you're going to have a pretty good tournament. So, Luke, imagine a golf coach using the phrase, stay the course. There you go. This is a something that that we enjoyed about this course. You know, the kind of poke poke at Louisiana Tech. But I mean, this is the third time in in program history we we've won the Jim Rivers Intercollegiate. That is correct. We won in 2011. Um, we won in 2013, which was the first semester that I joined Jerry Weeks on staff, and then we just won this year for 2022. So we have th- a lot of their hardware in our office. We're going to be talking to the guys coming up about the the tournament. I'm so happy to have really the starting five here. But I do about a minute left. I do want to make this. Uh, you had texted me this earlier. T- tell us about what Bryce Wilkinson, who was great great player for this program, just where he's headed because it, Golden Eagle fans need to know. So Bryce Wilkinson finished playing up for for us last year. He is actually making his PGA Tour debut in two weeks at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Wow. Uh, the only player in the history of amateur golf in the state of Mississippi to win both the state amateur and our state open, form, also known as the Trustmark Invitational, in the same year. And by way of his amateur championship win, he has a spot in the field for the Sanderson Farm Championship this year. So They're going to play that at Jackson Country Club again? Correct. That'll start uh, Thursday, I think the 29th. Yes, September 29th. So we're, we're going to probably take the team up, go support him, show him some love. Uh, Bryce, as of right now, he has the career scoring record for Southern Miss Golf. So um, he means a lot to us, and, and he, he's Absolutely. one of our brothers, so we want to be there to support him. And that awesome tournament, stuff. Yeah, that tournament used to be called the Deposit Guarantee Golf Classic. It was played at the Hattiesburg Country Club. Correct. And it, in one year, I met Payne Stewart and Nick Faldo, who, were, who were in the – and Paul Azinger, all in the same, wow. all in the same year. That was That's pretty awesome, cool. man. Good stuff. Well, we're talking golf today. Golden Eagles returning from the state of Louisiana yesterday. Not only a team victory, but medalist honors as well. We're going to spend the rest of the show talking to Southern Miss golfers as uh, we celebrate their win. Eagle Hour continues on a Wednesday.
tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. This segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you by our friends at Campus Bookmart. Open 24-7 at campusbookmart.net. That's right across the street from the Southern Miss main campus entrance there by the Rose Garden, I guess you want to call it, but a big, bright yellow building. And if you're coming in for the game this weekend against the Demons, they're going to be open with uh, all kinds of shirts, uh, different sizes too. So us full-figured guys, you know, they've got sizes for us as well. I don't even know why they even make medium shirts anymore. Is there any guy in Mississippi that wears a medium? Michael, you, you don't even wear mediums anymore. Do you? Do you? You do? Okay, never mind. <laughs> but they've, they've got all those sizes for you at Campus Bookmart. We talked with Eddie Brescher, who's a new dad, by the way. Congratulations, uh, Eddie. Uh, and the guys, the golf team from Southern Miss, coming home with the hardware yesterday. Joining us now here in the studio in Hattiesburg, the Southern Bancor studio, way over there to my right. It's not television, so you can't see him. But he was the medalist uh, at the tournament in golf. That means he was, had the best score, Pat. Ratanayanan, who's a native of Bangkok, Thailand, he joins us. And Robbie Ladder, who's a native of Toronto, Canada. So, again, some international flavor on this team. We welcome you guys. Good to have you here. Pat, a career low 66 uh, in this tournament. Tell us, tell us how that happened. No, um, I play so bad in the practice round, and then my coach just say, yeah, just relax and play your golf. And then on the second round, it just blew off. My pilot got hot. And didn't make didn't make any mistake though. So what? Uh, so what did you change when you said you didn't play very well in the practice rounds? What did you change? How did? What corrections did you make? Just alignment in my mindset, because during a practice round, I my alignments aim way right. Now my coaches go, yeah, I gotta aim more to the left. Then I just aim more left and try to relax and just. Set and hit it. What, what do you think of the strengths of your game, and what are some things you'd like to get better at? It's my short game. Short game and my strength. Like, mostly part, and my putting inside 10 feet. It's pretty, pretty good, but I know I kind of fix on my driving distance because it's too short. If I gain probably like 15 or 20 yards more, it's going to help my game to play but more easier. But you score in the short game. Everybody knows it's, it's uh, those 100-yard uh, shots in, you know, yeah. that you can... Um, now, I want to ask you, too, Thailand is not exactly around the corner from Hattiesburg. So how does a, a young man from Bangkok, Thailand, wind up playing golf at Southern Miss? I got lucky. I, I played a tournament. I played one tournament in San Diego, California, like about four or five years ago. I met my coach, Coach Eddie Brescia over there. Played, two, played so bad to shot Eddie, which is eight over par, and then... Somehow my coach recruit me. Yeah, but I was going to say, you kind of joked about that you you didn't shoot very well. So were you a little bit surprised that this guy, what was it about your skill set that he's going, you need to be with us at Southern Miss? No, it's my patience. I do not act like a shower, like draw a club around. I just keep focused on my golf, never give up. And I guess that's the point. And he saw your he saw what potential you had, I guess, huh? Yeah. And, And how often do you get home? Uh, I usually go back home since every break during the summer break and winter break, but just um, this past summer I didn't go home. I stayed, I stayed with my uncle. Just and he lives in Illinois. Yeah, right. Correct. I got you. Well, it's good to have you here, Pat, and congratulations. Yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead, Luke. I do want to ask a question though, because when golfers talk about how they don't hit the ball far, Pat, what what is what is your driving distance? Because I guarantee you, it's a lot further than mine. 
It's 285, 290. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, this guy, Robbie, La- Robbie Ladder, can fly history with like 310. So yeah, so yeah. I mean, I lace one two seventy five. I'm feeling good about myself. So you're you're two eighty five to two ninety. Congratulations uh, on on the medalist, and that's what I would ask you before we move to Robbie. I mean, you know that this is something. Obviously, it doesn't happen that much for for not only a team to win, but for for you to win the medalist. What is it like taking home both of those sets of of trophies and hardware? Oh, it's big. It's impressive. Found with the boys because you know when we got. We got um, and Middle Tennessee lead us by four. The boys cheer up. They they just empower each other, try to help every guys playing well. Yeah, it was kind of cool and cool that they beat a former Conference USA uh, foe yeah. in, you know, in Middle Tennessee. Those poor guys stuck in Conference USA. <laughs> Robbie Ladders here from Toronto, Canada, playing pretty good golf, eh? Not bad. Yeah, not bad, eh? <laughs> so same question to you, Robbie. How does, a, how does a Canuck get down here to South Mississippi, and how did you adjust to this weather, summertime in particular? Uh, well, growing up in Canada, you kind of grow up playing hockey and golf in the summers. So I wasn't the best hockey player when I got to 14, 15, 16, decided, hey, you know, I got I to gotta try the golf thing instead of hockey. So uh, you got to get down south, south of the border, because Canadian golf is good, but... It's nothing like, you know, the southern states and the competition down here. So playing AJGAs and really anything down Florida, California. Now, you just got done playing the Canadian Amateur? Or, Canadian Amateur, yes, Yeah, sir. and you finished second in the Canadian Amateur over, yep. to, over in uh, Vancouver, way over in the western part of, yep. of uh, Canada. So that had you've got to feel pretty good about your game, huh? Yeah, I was feeling good coming into qualifying and uh, got COVID right in the middle of qualifying. So I had to sit out a couple rounds or one round. Or two rounds, sorry, but uh, other than that, it's still still going well. Now, you were another guy that was kind of scratching your head because Eddie Brescher recruited you after you played a horrific round. You said so. So, how did the, Eddie? Eddie yeah. must be going. God, let me let me find the worst guys that I can that I can find here. Yeah, but fill in some blanks for us there. Well, coach came and watched me up in uh, in Kingston, Ontario. That's where the Canadian Junior was about five years ago, and uh, I think I went eighty two, eighty two. And missed the cut by about eight. So, uh, and coach said, "Hey, I need that guy." So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe I, or maybe I can get that. Guy. Maybe, maybe I can get that guy. But <laughs> yeah, I, I liked, I liked that uh, he said a boat. You, you, you missed the cut by it. a boat. A boat. Yeah, I did about the out. It's, it's all <laughs> yeah. different. I know. I've heard, I've heard it all down here. Robbie Ladders here, Luke. Yeah, Robbie. I, I want to talk. Ask same thing. I ask. Pat, but but from a little different angle. I'm looking at the scores. So you guys, um, you shot a 282 yesterday, a 276 round two, 278. From all five of you guys, so 15 rounds of golf, three rounds over par as a team. I mean that that's that's crazy. I mean three individual rounds were over par for 15 rounds. I mean that's just an amazing tournament for you guys. Yeah, I mean we got a really good team this year. Like. We're really deep. We got eight guys, smaller team than last year, and uh, <clears throat> it's kind of shown, you know, started showing in our qualifying scores where we were all taking it deep, all going under par, and uh, yeah, I mean, we're all excited to get into every tournament just because we know how deep we are, we know what we, what we can do, and uh, yeah, we're just excited to keep playing. Pat bragged on your three wood, so yeah, I, I feel like a very small man now that you can fly at three three ten, but 
but give him a compliment back. What, what was it? I mean, you know, he shoots a 69 round day two, man, 66, and then finishes up with a 70 yesterday. That, that's incredible. Yeah, Patty's got probably one of the best short games in the country in Division One golf. And, uh, I mean, it's insane how well he chips and putts it, and that's really the most important part of golf. You know, drive for show, putt for dough. And um, having a guy like that in your team who you just know, even if he's not hitting it well one day, he can still post a under par round is just great. And, great guy to have. And, Luke, the thing that is so great about these two guys as well is that they, they, they are great lessons and inspirations for other kids around the country. So even if you're out there, youngsters – and you suck, and you're terrible at golf, like these two guys apparently were when they were recruited. You can. <laughs> <laughs> He's not this bad. Well, I take that back, guys. He is a lot of times, but yeah, it, it is. But, I mean, but I'm saying they they in. were even scratching their head. Is I just played one of the worst rounds I've ever played, and this guy wants yeah. to get me on his team. Well, miss a cut by ten too. Yeah, I think it's San Diego <laughs> missed, the, missed the cut yeah. by ten cut shots. By 10. Yeah. Kelly, what I'm learning is Eddie Brescia needs to come watch me play golf and then maybe my 92 can become an 85 in, in, a, in a couple rounds or, or so pat um as, as we get ready to wrap up this segment about a minute left what is it like moving to the other side of the world and what has it been like for you moving to hattiesburg mississippi and uh, just you know living in a completely different culture completely completely different place we always hear uh student athletes talk about what type of home and family Southern Miss is. Well, you know, um, my goal is to want is to be a pro. So, what what kind of makes me achieve that is to play golf and practice golf more often, which I don't have that opportunity in Thailand. So I moved here. It's kind of tough for me in the freshman year because my language not quite strong. But I mean, the boys here make me feel like home. They they helps me a lot, and I kind of learn. I kind of learn from them how how they figure it out in golf and school and in and in their life. And, and Luke, I think if anybody, if you've played golf, you probably understand that the first words that Pat learned in English were swear words. <laughs> you, you can you can call him a liar, Pat. No, okay. no, I'm saying if you've ever played golf, I mean, there isn't a swear word you haven't used after hitting a bad shot. Yep. You know, I'm yep. sure. Uh, to the truth be known. Well, on the other side of this commercial break, we're going to bring on the other guys. You're going to meet uh, Cameron Guidry from Picayune, Cameron Clark from Bruce, which is up near Oxford, and Ryan Dupuis from Baton Rouge. We're going to meet the, the other members of the Championship Southern Miss golf team. And then in the final segment, we'll talk a little more uh, football as the Eagles get ready for the Northwestern State Demons. It's the Eagle Hour on a Wednesday. Hang around, too, because we're going to give away some football tickets to this weekend's game. We'll be back in a moment. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back on a Wednesday. Happy to have you on the Eagle Hour. Third segment brought to us by 4th Street Bar and Grill on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, home of the 995 Blue Plate Lunch. One of the best lunches in Hattiesburg, our good buddy Slade White. 
over there at 4th Street. Appreciate their sponsorship of the Eagle Hour. We're talking Southern Miss golf because the Golden Eagles went over to Ruston and won the Jim Rivers Intercollegiate, also bring home medalist honors. And we are going to mix the two right now. Southern Miss football this weekend against Northwestern State, and we are giving you the opportunity to win a pair of tickets to the ball game. This is what you're going to do. You're going to text, not call. You're going to text, 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 text. Text your name and the correct answer to the question I am about to give you. 601-580-2256. 601-580-2256. Here is the question. Text your name and the correct answer to 601-580-2256. Southern Miss Golf set a record um, for their total score for the weekend. What was it? What was their total stroke total for the weekend? 601-580-2256. Text your name and the correct answer, and you can win two tickets to the Southern Miss football game this weekend. The stroke total for the Southern Miss Golf team as they won the Jim Rivers Intercollegiate SouthernMiss.com. All right, Kelly. <laughs> yeah, there was the little uh, the little hint there for you. And look, Luke, if we got more than one winner, give a couple of sets away. Well, Sounds good. Feeling generous. All right, continuing here in the studio, we are talking immediately to my right is Cameron Clark, who is a, a grad student from uh, Bruce, Mississippi, up near the O-Word in the northern part of the state, which we don't say the O-word. And Ryan Dupuis from Baton Rouge is over there on the other side of the studio. Ryan, all he did was shoot all three rounds under par. And we welcome you guys as we continue to celebrate the the big golf win over the weekend. Ryan, first of all, how does a guy in Baton Rouge who plays like you play or have the capability of playing not sign with that school that's in Baton Rouge? And I'm not talking about the community college. Well, it's kind of a late bloomer. Um, So when Eddie found me, you know, I wasn't I wasn't that good, but I had a lot of potential, and I'm grateful that he saw the potential. I'm, I'm seeing a common thread here. I wasn't that good, <laughs> and Eddie came and recruited me. You know, but what was uh, this course? Was it a favorable course to your style of play? Or tell me um, about the Fisher this weekend. Uh, I think so because a lot of the par fives were on the shorter end, and I'm not a very long hitter. Uh, I'm long enough, but I was able to get to a lot of them or right next to them. So there was a lot of birdie chances there. And I had a lot of wedges into par fours. I feel like I'm a really good wedge player. Uh, and then the greens weren't too fast, so I was able to be aggressive. Now, the, now Coach Brescher's talked about the, the training facility mm-hmm. that's being built out at Hattiesburg Country Club mm-hmm. for, for you guys. Where are we in that point? And is Hattiesburg Country Club where you guys work? And what does a typical practice look like, Ryan, for a, a member of a golf team at the college level? Uh, so for practice, we'll get out there. We start at 2, but we'll get out there a little earlier. Um, and he just kind of lets us work on what we need to work on. And if we have any questions or need a, a second eye, he'll, he'll lend a hand. You know, you hear, you hear so much about how far guys hit it now. Is that where the game is going? Yes. Cameron? I mean, all you golfers out there, you know who um, Bryson DeChambeau is. Like, he, that's all he cares about is how far he hits it. But the thing He's is... He's a big Brooks Kepka fan, isn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah. He loves it. <laughs> they love each other, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Um, it's making it a lot easier, especially like the old style courses. They're so much shorter. Um, that's why now they're having to add a lot more new tee boxes to a bunch of courses just because how far everybody hits it. I mean, Rob, Robbie Ladder, he hits it forever. 
And I've never seen a college golfer hit as far as he does, to be honest. Like, he hits his driver, I mean, three wood, probably <laughs> uh, 310 yards, something like that. But yeah. just to, just imagine how, like, the pros hit it. I mean, yeah, and, and no disrespect to Robbie at all, but usually, like on the PGA Tour, I'll use an, as an example, you know, John Daly and some of these guys who, you know, years ago could, could hit it 100, 150,000 miles, but couldn't putt, you know, very, oh, yeah. very, very well. So yeah. I guess Fred Couples... Uh, back 20 years ago, uh, you know, would probably be a guy who could right yeah. could, could do both. But yeah. it's interesting how you seem to be able to do one or the other. Yeah, you know, a lot, a lot of people are like that. A lot of golfers, they're either really good drivers of the golf ball, they're good iron players, they hit a lot of greens but don't make a lot of putts. But you know, the short game, like Patty's short game, is just unbelievable. What Rob said earlier, um, Granddad Patty doesn't hit it very far. But he knows how to hit a wedge, and he knows how to putt, too. So that the short game makes a ton of difference, even though he doesn't hit it as far. Now, Cameron, you came here from uh, Mississippi State. How did that happen? Uh, I can tell a funny story about Coach Pressure. Um, let me guess. Do. Let me, let me guess. You shot 85? No, no, and, no, okay, no, no, okay. no, 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 okay. no. No, I didn't. Um, so originally, I was, uh, <laughs> I was committed to Meridian Community College, um, and then Coach Pressure was interested in him and Coach Weeks at the time. And they called me. Coach Brescher called me. I was on the front porch of my house, and I was calling him. He was like, yeah, man, we're going to offer you a scholarship to come down here. And I was like, okay. I'll, I'll talk to my dad and my parents about it. And I ended up turning him down to go to Meridian. And I don't know why that was. Um, we all make bad mistakes in life. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, we do. Um, but then uh, the summer going into my – Senior year, which was 2016, I played in the State Am at Reunion in Jackson or Madison. Um, and I ended up getting second there. And I played the – Clay Holman, which was the head coach at Mississippi State at the time, I played with him the last two days, and he ended up winning it. And then as soon as the round was over and all the scorecards and the trophy presentation and stuff, he went up to my dad and said, I will be in touch with you by tonight. And I was like, whoa. I never, I never thought I'd be a that that caliber of a player. And then I get home, and the next day, uh, Mississippi State called, and then Ole Miss called, and they said they were interested. And then Coach Brescia was like, "Oh man," because he was playing in that tournament too. He was like, "Dang, I wish I was in the final group. That way I can play with him and try to come make him come down to Hattiesburg again." Um, and actually, Cameron turned down Ole Miss because he already had a Hummer. <laughs> no, and, 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 no, I didn't not, have a Hummer. I did no, not have a Hummer. Not, no, not that Ole Miss not would, that kind of guy. Not no. that, that Ole Miss would offer you a Hummer yeah. or anything like that. But uh, uh, and and we congratulate uh, Cameron and the guys on the Cameron. If you'll just pull off your gotcha. headsets here, and we'll get uh, Cameron Gidry in here from um, from Picayune. And I know Luke Johnson. You being a Jones County guy, Picayune being the defending state champions in football, uh, I don't want to. They always, in high school, every year they put us out in baseball, and I have spent many a deep playoff football Friday night driving back from Picayune knowing that I will no longer call any more games this season. Roll Tide. There you go. (laughs) Roll Tide. There you go. Just thanks for clarifying, Cameron, by the way, because there's a we can put up with Picayune. Go ahead, Kelly. Yeah, Picayune. Now, high school, the state of high school golf, Cameron, in Mississippi, what would you say? Um, and who ta- are some of the schools that always have really good teams, too? The talent's not as good as in Picayune as it is in 
I mean, Mississippi as it is in Louisiana, Texas. I mean, if you shoot even at a high school tournament in Mississippi, you're probably going to win. Even is all it takes. Well, not I yes, sir. All the courses are short. You're playing like sixty three hundred yards. It's kind of a joke, but and and in a state, particularly in South Mississippi, where football is is so you know, prevalent and baseball. Good heavens, Picayune even in Picayune High School, great uh, baseball tradition. How does a guy turn to golf? How'd you get started? Um, my dad and brothers they played. Well, my dad started playing. Then my brothers they played every day growing up, and then when I was like. Soon as I could walk, I started playing, and then I just kept going with it, and I ended up loving it. And how did the connection with Southern Miss happen? Well, I was playing at a tournament in uh, at Vestavia, and the first shot Brescher watched me hit, I shanked it. Okay, again, the thread <laughs> continues here. <laughs> I'm never playing in front of Brescher. But I went to the next hole and conceded to make birdie, so... Got to keep battling. Every shot counts. Have, has, has there been one part of your game that's consistently been good for you your whole life? Uh, my short game. My driver's always been kind of shaky, but trying to fine-tune it. Yeah, that's Luke, that's, that's another common thread. If you can't hit a wedge or knock it up there pretty close, you know, I don't think you have much of a shot. Ryan, I'm guessing, Ryan Dupuy, I'm guessing that's the best part of your game as well? Yeah, I would say wedges. I don't, I so, don't. so what from both of you guys? What makes Pat's short game so good? He practices all the time. Yeah, his tie spinner—it's unreal how good he is with it. The tie, oh, is this a non-regulated golf club equipment that we somehow got into the United States? The tie spinner—it it sounds like a pro wrestling move too, doesn't it? The, the, <laughs> the, the, the tie spinner. So how how does the tie spinner work? I mean, it's low. It looks like a putt almost, but it has a lot of spin on it. The thing I want to ask you guys in our closing minutes, because we we got some winners to announce, I guess, for for uh, football or some ticket giveaways here. Uh, real quick, what does this, this win mean now going forward to you guys? The expectations are high now. It's a huge confidence booster, because now we know if we get in this situation, we know we can close it out, and we know we can beat SEC caliber teams. So, like, why can't we go beat the rest of them? had to be sweet for you, Ryan, in particular, to it be was, the LSU. It was very sweet. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Dupuy of Baton Rouge on the golf team, Cameron Guidry from Picayune. Good luck, guys. We all celebrate your victory this weekend. Southern Miss number one in the last golf tournament that they played. Luke and I will come back. We have a starting quarterback for the game on Saturday. Will Hall has made that announcement. We'll talk about that and more stuff when the Eagle Hour continues in a moment. Southern Miss to the top. Really appreciate Southern Miss golf coach Eddie Brescher and his starting five joining us on the Eagle Hour. If you're just joining us now and you missed um, what we just uh, talked about the last three segments, go back and listen to it. Podcast will be up a little later today. Of course, you can always catch the Eagle Hour in podcast form on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Audible. But a great, great stuff from these guys as they win the Jim Rivers Intercollegiate. They hold off Middle Tennessee, ULM, LSU, Houston, and, of course, Louisiana Tech, and as well take home medalist honors. So congratulations to them. Honor for uh, Southern Miss Soccer, uh, Lady Eagles goalkeeper, 
Alex Helbling, Jr. from Highlands Ranch, Colorado, uh, named the Sunbelt Defensive Player in the, of the Week for a clean sheet against Ole Miss. Lady Eagles soccer starting Sunbelt play this coming Saturday at 6 p.m. up in Huntington, West Virginia. Forgot to mention, fourth segment, as always, brought to you by DBAT and D1 Training in Hattiesburg, dbathattiesburg.com. All right, Kelly, before we talk football, real quick, uh, we should mention uh, both Robbie and Pat were top-ranked juniors in their countries. That's Canada and, and Thailand. Ryan Dupuy, top 100 in the United States. Gidry won the Mississippi Junior. Cameron Clark won second in the state am in high school, and uh, in, and despite pressure, you know, bringing them bad rounds, uh, but an, an amazing team this year, and what a way to start the season! Yeah, we want to make sure that that you all know that uh, Coach Eddie Brescher is not medicated or whatever when he's doing his recruiting. <laughs> That these guys do actually have some great resumes. He just happens to to catch him on a bad day. Luke Johnson, Will Hall has announced the Eagles do have a starting quarterback. Tell us. Yeah, uh, we we hit it at the top of the hour, but in case you missed it, uh, after practice today, of course, uh, Will Hall and, and the coaching staff kind of put out a game a, a game depth chart on Wednesday after competition. Tuesday. And going into this, we talked about this yesterday, who's going to be starting quarterback. Zach Wilkie will be the starting quarterback against Northwestern State. Uh, the depth chart released this morning. Wilkie, the number one. No or at the quarterback position. Ty Keys in the two slot. Trey Lowe, um, the third in, uh, is third on the depth chart. And then we mentioned this also, Kelly. Kyron Barnes, a true freshman. True freshman from Fayette, Mississippi, Adams County Christian. He will be starting at right tackle. Yeah, good good for him. And Nathan Lee, the super intern, joins us now. Nathan, I think uh, with that news of, of Wilkie being the starting quarterback, I think a lot of people you know, would have asked, they certainly trust Coach Hall, but the question would have been, well, what did he do to, to lose the starting position? And I thought all no, in all yeah. he played pretty well against Miami. No, yeah, that's the, 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 the truth. When I was watching that game, I mean, skills, they're, they're going to be there. He was a good player in high school, but the one thing I noticed was his confidence and composure on that field. just felt like he knew he was supposed to be out there. It felt like he was supposed to be out there. And uh, when you see that confidence, uh, it, it, you know, it just gets the team ready to play some good football, and they did for a whole, a whole half, you know, and then Miami showed up in the second half. But it was a, it was a good performance, and he deserved it. I, I think he deserved it most. Boy, another true freshman, as Luke just mentioned, getting to start on the line. So these freshmen that are coming in here now are a lot more ready to play than, say, freshman of 10 years ago. And, Luke, we do have a winner in our ticket giveaway, do we not? Yeah, right before I announce our winner. Okay. Um, so, yeah, one of the things, I mean, it helps with Wilkie that he came in in January. So when you say he's a true freshman, sure, yeah, he's a true freshman, but thankfully he's been on campus, you know, nine and a half months, came in in January, allowing him to learn the playbook and, uh, and then to be able to go through spring with this. So I, I do think – um, that we will see both quarterbacks um, fairly often Saturday. I mean, we might not. Uh, I was of the opinion yesterday you start Tykees, you play them both, uh, but Wilkie gets the start. So, But you would still think, Kelly, either by design or the game, you know, the game will dictate the, the playing of two different quarterbacks. All right, congratulations to Dan Lockett. Dan Lockett uh, has won two tickets to the Northwestern State Southern Miss game on Saturday. We'll be giving away a few more tickets throughout the week. But the correct answer, Golden Eagles shot 28 under. A tournament record for the Jim Reaver Rivers Intercollegiate. Man, 28 under par. That, that's, 
I don't remember the last time I shot under par on a miniature on a putt putt course, <laughs> let alone uh, you know these courses that they're they're having to to play today. Um, you know, back on on the Wilkie thing. Um, you know, we talked about the pluses and minuses of playing two guys. I mean, even if even if Ty Keys or Trey Lowe, for that matter, were to get into the game this weekend, then you go back to square one as, to, okay, well, who's the quarterback going to be? I, I personally would be a little surprised unless the game gets out of hand, right? Unless the Eagles uh, handle the Demons as easily as a lot of people think that, that they might. Uh, would you bring in the number two guy on the on the depth chart? I would just want to keep my number and, one guy in there and make sure that everybody knows he's the number one guy. Kelly, you, and you also got to ask yourself, you know, what, what happens next week with competition Tuesday? I mean, ideally, you name a quarterback, you get behind him. Um, but I'm saying, you know, does this go on through the open week, you know, before uh, October 8th against, against Troy? And, and I don't know the answer to that question, but I tell you what, whoever plays the best Saturday will surely, you know, be, be in the number one slot and should hold on to it going um, on from here. So we've All got, right. Yeah, a lot of things to talk about the next couple of days, Luke. And we will, absolutely. So appreciate Southern Miss Golf joining us in studio in Hattiesburg. Congratulations again to those guys as they begin the golf season with a tournament and medalist victory. So congratulations to Coach Eddie Brescher and his crew. We'll talk to Northwestern State, their play-by-play voice tomorrow, as well as talk New Orleans Saints with Patrick McGee. We'll catch you tomorrow at 1 o'clock. And as always, Southern Miss. To the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.